0: Want to do the On this episode Of Same Team Y'all?
1: Yeah Oh me? No
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah
1: Okay On this episode Of Same Team Y'all
0: That's perfect That's good <laughs> Eric's official review It's very good It made me feel very good And it also made me feel very old Watching these Very young Attractive people Work out For a whole movie So
1: (laughs) (laughs) He described it to me He's like Oh you have to watch This show with me It's like Japanese Impractical Jokers Meets Jackass Meets Top Gear Meets Saturday Night Live I
0: hope Um, the kid Makes it out (laughs) alive
1: Because then I was like, but then they put you in jail. And what do you say? And he's like, I don't see any cops here.
0: Oh, what and did that do?
1: And so I was like, oh, you want to come over and do story of time with the kids? He's like, no, that's kid stuff. And did then, he really
0: literally say kid yeah, stuff?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I come across these audio recordings by a philosopher called Alan Watts. Oh, I love
1: Alan Watts.
0: I should have led with that. You may hear my wife uh, pumping her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Hey.
1: Hey, what's we up? We here.
0: Hey, welcome to episode number two of Same Team, y'all. Hey Tess, how's your past two weeks been? <laughs>
1: it's been okay. It's uh, been okay, yeah. How's your past two weeks been, Mr.? It's
0: been real good. Um oh, I had my secret pizza party. Remember we talked about that in the last episode? I do
1: remember. And we
0: tried what you suggested where we uh have someone like pretend to bring the pizza. Yeah. And like hide. It didn't work so well for us. Oh, so no. new listeners, um we are both oh, We're both librarians that love things, and this is called Same Team, y'all, because we're all on the same team. We
1: jumped right into conversation. We did. I'm sorry. We didn't do any intro. Should we do that? Uh, I mean, all you need to know is that uh, we love stuff, and we're doing this podcast to talk about stuff that we love because there's a lot of negativity in the world. There's a lot of um, uncertainty in the world, and we just want to promote some peace and positivity they talk about stuff that we love, and we both happen to be librarians, so we talk about the library that we both work at a lot, and I uh, just want to make you feel good for a little while while you listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> there it is, and I know it's working, because I just saw you guys smile just then. <laughs> um, but anyway, Secret Pizza Party, it's a library program where um, we're celebrating the book, Secret Pizza Party, and you suggested that we have someone pretend to bring the pizza into the library. Do you hear Sasha sniffing over I there?
1: I do. Is she like, uh, is that, oh, is she sniffing? <laughs>
0: No. Okay, so guys, we're recording live from Casa de Mister Eric. Um, <laughs> should we start right over? This is weird. No, this is no just keep going. Keep going. Okay. The um, and that's my dog. If you hear sniffing, uh, describe my dog. Oh, your years, dog
1: best. is a creature of pure and be- and amazing beauty. Oh my goodness! She's uh, she's sort of a husky. I think mm-hmm. she's she's like a little husky. I think she's
0: more husky than anything. Yeah, there's probably something else. But in there. you
1: cut her hair real short, so she. I don't know. She's just a. She's just an angel, and she's sort of sleeping over here, but she's sort of, like, also having an asthma attack. Is we,
0: she okay? We, right before recording, Tess and I took my dog, Sasha, and my daughter, Freya, for a walk, and I think she's got a bunch of, like, pollen and stuff in oh. her nose, you know?
1: Oh, Sasha, I really So, guys, since like.
0: this is the first time we've recorded oh, at my house, yeah, let me describe some of the ambient noises you're going to hear. Um, <laughs> my husky uh, sniffing. You may hear my daughter, Freya, who is uh, just over two months old, uh, crying or making noises. You may hear my wife uh, pumping her breasts. (laughs) 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 And you possibly hear birds right now, because we got a window open, because it's really nice out. So
1: So you tried Mm. tried to have someone secretly deliver a pizza. The trick
0: was, in your library group, everyone was quiet, right? (laughs) Our group, we had a couple kids that were... um, very energetic. Okay. So poor Miss Belinda, another librarian, had to pretend that no one was in the room, and that everyone was hiding, <laughs> clearly when there were kids, like, in her face, like, going, pizza, pizza, pizza. She'd be like, I don't see anyone. And there's all these kids, like, jumping, like, pizza! And I was like, guys, 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 we all should all sit down and be quiet. And, like, hide, right? Because it's a secret pizza party, and... <sighs> But she did a great job of pretending she didn't see anyone. So well, that's good. I'm
1: it, glad we got to update on that. Yeah, it was
0: still a fun program, too. It was really good. Um, but yeah, guys, if we weren't super clear, this is a podcast where we talk about things that we love, basically. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest, our um, email is sameteamyall at gmail.com. If there's anything you particularly love, you'd like to hear us discuss, we can read your email on the cast if you send it in. Once again, that's sameteamyall at gmail.com. What do you got for me today, Miss Tess?
1: Oh, um... Something that I've been loving the past couple weeks is this new podcast called S Town. Have I've, you heard about this podcast?
0: I've heard about this podcast only from you. So I oh. don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about S-Town.
1: It's a little bit of a sensation. It's been uh, sweeping the podcast listening uh, world.
0: Sweeping like a big broom. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. It's uh, It's really interesting. It's from the people who made cereal and This American Life. Okay, yeah. And it's about... Uh, town in alabama and uh in particular a guy who lives there and um uh he he calls up this american life and he says that there's been a murder in his town and that they should come and investigate it and uh they come down and they uh they 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 find out stuff about the town and this guy, and it's very interesting. It's seven episodes, and they all dropped at once, so you can binge listen if you want. And That's I, nice. And I did.
0: Well, we are in the age of binge listening. Now <laughs> yeah. we're, like, waiting a week. What is that? So sorry, guys, that we're making you wait two weeks between episodes.
1: I wasn't planning to listen to all of it at, at once, but I got glued to it. I couldn't stop listening to it. But... I will. I just want to warn anybody. It is kind of sad. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's a cool idea. It is. It's a really interesting. It seems almost podcast. like a meta
0: idea. Like a yeah,
1: meta. and you, it's it's all about kind of exploring, you know, people, the inner lives of people, and I definitely think it's worth listening to. But I will say that it's kind of sad. So then, I also want to uh, suggest if oh, you,
0: a happy pairing. A happy
1: pairing. Okay. Uh, another podcast. I've been trying to get into more podcasts. Um, and another one that I uh, have been enjoying lately is called. The Babysitter's Club Club.
0: Okay. Is it from the book
1: series? (laughs) Yes. Remember uh, when I was telling you I wanted to talk talk about something nostalgic?
0: Yeah. Oh. (laughs) That's when we were on our walk. On our walk, yeah. We were talking
1: about nostalgic things. Um, So the Babysitter's Club Club is these two dudes in their 30s reading the Babysitter's Club books uh, and um, commentating on them. And I remember listening I remember reading the Babysitter's Club's babysitter's club books when I was uh, when I was a young woman and uh, it's just uh, I think
0: I read some of them
1: yeah they were hard to avoid back yeah. then they were they were very um, Anna Morton was very prolific and wrote many babysitter's club's books and, um, it's just, it's really super funny, their commentary on it and their take on it. Do they so read, like,
0: one book and then give commentary? Read they one do, book?
1: yeah. Each episode is a new, uh, installment I love that. in the Babysitter's I'm Club a big
0: fan of, of when you do a podcast, of doing something, like, that's... Because, to me, the value of a podcast is that you can do something super niche. Because, you know, that's how it is. You don't have to really hit a lot of people. Um, but, uh... Uh, And to me, doing... This is a podcast that's reviewing books of Babysitter's Club is pretty... That's as niche as you can get, right? (laughs) You know? It's
1: great. Although I did realize... I was listening to the podcast. I was like, man, I kind of want to go back and read these books and just revisit. They're out of print. Probably for good reason.
0: Do we have, I think we got some of them at the library.
1: We have the Raina Telgemeier graphic novels, which are adaptations.
0: We don't have the actual books?
1: No. Because I'm
0: sure you looked them up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we can't get more because they're out of print.
0: Man. So if any of you guys have copies of Babysitter's Club, if call, you want to donate to the library, yeah, uh, email us at same team y'all at gmo.com and we'll probably take them and add them yeah, to our collection. Yeah, you can
1: also tweet at us, at sameteamyall.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. We handle that together, but I think it's mostly you at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, i would be like, guys, I love my daughter. Here's a picture of me crying. And that's about <laughs> it. The Speaking of niche podcasts, um, Amanda and I had it. Amanda's my wife. um, had a deal that if I got straight A's when I got for my master's, which I did, I never made to made her honor her deal, is that we would do a podcast <laughs> that was reviewing episodes of Doogie Hauser. Oh, man. Because I was, one day we watched the episode, I was like, I've never seen the show before, and I watched the first episode, I was like, this is amazing, but amazing in like that way that it'd be great to like talk over, you know what I mean, <laughs> and like kind of tear it apart a little bit, and I like Neil Patrick Harris, so, but I've never taken her up on it, so... That would be amazing, though, yeah. right?
1: Future the, future podcast, the Doogie
0: Hauser cast. Yeah. So, <laughs> do, have you ever seen Doogie Hauser? Yeah, of course, Doogie Howser MD. The first episode, that was the one I watched. And at the the beginning, the show where the way it starts is that someone is like having a heart attack or something in traffic. And like everyone stopped, and everyone gets out of their cars, and they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And Doogie Howes is like this young kid. He's like, what is it? Like 13 yeah, or yeah. 15, maybe? 15 at the oldest? And he runs ahead and starts ticking out. And the guy's like, hey, kid, get out of here. You don't know what you're doing. We should get a doctor. And the mom is like, we do have a doctor. My son. And I remember being really, like, and the music's like, boom, boom, doo, 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 doo. And I remember like, oh, my God. I want to watch all of this. <laughs> um plus I just secretly want to do a podcast with my wife um <laughs> you
1: should go for it yeah
0: um here's something I like mm-hmm. last episode I talked about Power Rangers movie now have yeah. you seen this movie Tess? I haven't I haven't no? seen it I, you but told, you saw it how I, was it I'll tell you right now I liked it a lot my only complaint and this isn't a major spoiler guys because you may not have had a chance to watch it um I think it's doing pretty good as far as reviews and I think it's doing pretty good as money so we'll probably get like Six of them maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Wishful thinking. I, I'm actually kind of hoping. Anyway, but my only complaint is that they're the so the whole movie they're like training to become Power Rangers. Yeah. And like one thing I like is in in the TV show you get the morpher and you say you're and source and you're a power ranger. In the movie you have to like earn the rangerness. Ah. And Zordon actually says you have the armor like inside you the whole time, but you have to like yes. let it out, which I really like. I love that. That's a wow. great idea. So the whole movie it's like them like building their teamwork and building almost like like a better like sought i don't know if it's self-image or their confidence because they all have like issues going on at home you know like different things and when they finally do it they unlock the armor and it's amazing but they're in the armor for like 10 minutes until the movie's over you know oh. yeah yeah like well they're in the armor but then they go so if you're familiar with the show you know how it goes this is the this is the like the order of events putties show up they fight putties as humans monster shows up they fight monster and putties as power rangers Big monster shows up to go into the Zords, right? They're Power Rangers for like ten minutes, and then they're straight into the Zords, which are cool. But I want to see Power Rangers like being Power Rangers, yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm hoping this is like the because or- remember Iron Man, like really he wasn't in the final suit for that long. That's true. And then we got like a bunch of Iron Man. So I'm hoping this is like guys, we set it up. We and now the second movie we can be like guys, we all know who Power Rangers are. We're best friends with Zordon. We know there's monsters. Let's let's go go Power. There is one part I like lost my mind because I know I can be loud in the theaters and I can like, embarrass the people I'm with. <laughs> like I went to see a movie with a friend of mine and the Fast and Furious trailer started playing, the newest one. Have you seen the newest one? No. The Furious 8, I think it is. Or Fate of Fate, the Fate, Fate of, of the, of the Furious. Furious. And there's a part where this giant submarine comes like out of this And they're they're riding on this ice lake with sports cars and the submarine bursts through the top and I lose my mind. Like I start like like <laughs> laughing like a madman, and my friend had admitted that I embarrassed him in front of everyone. But I did the same thing during Power Rangers, where there's a scene where they're in the zoars and they're just blaring "Go Go Power Rangers," and it's like magic. <laughs> go Go Power, Rangers! and they're just like. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, Eric's official review, it's very good. It made me feel very good, and it also made me feel very old, watching these very young, attractive people work out for a whole movie. So.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't give anyone a tip out there who's like, oh man, I don't think I can see the Power Rangers or Fast and Furious, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh. I just want to give you a tip.
0: <laughs> it's too dumb, guys.
1: Just, just uh, uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Just sit back and know that it's not real. And know that it's meant to entertain you, yeah. and just enjoy it. And
0: don't be the guy like, why is there a submarine in the ice? Because clearly that's a the landlocked water structure. How does a submarine get in there? Why is it It doesn't there? matter.
1: Because it's Fast and the Furious. Yeah,
0: it's, it was destined <laughs> to be there. How, do you know the plot? Oh, you haven't watched a lot of them. Oh. Uh, guys, so if you're into Fast and Furious, the new one, Dom, the guy, uh, the guy that uh, Vin Diesel plays turns on his family. What? No way. I swear to God, it's The Rock. No
1: way. He's all about family.
0: (sighs) That's his main thing. He's about cars and family. That's all And in the new trailer, uh, uh, Dom, Vin Diesel, is somehow turned against his family by Charisse Theorem? Charisse?
1: Charlie's Theron? Thank you. Is she in the She's movie? in it. And it's what? like, she's like
0: whispering things in his ears. And The no. Rock, him he and must the, have
1: been like programmed so or something.
0: Vin Diesel and The Rock used to hate each other. Yeah. And then they liked each other. Uh-huh. But now The Rock hates him again. And The Rock used to hate Jason Statham. Now he's got to team up with him to beat Vin <laughs> Diesel. I don't know what's going to happen in this movie. You just
1: blew my mind. Yeah.
0: At the uh, the whole... I turned to Amanda and every once in a while I go, why would Dom betray his family, Amanda? I don't know why. I don't
1: know. Why? I... I'm just as confused as you are. (laughs) I don't know who to believe.
0: My whole world's upside down, guys. (laughs) If you guys have theories about why Vin Diesel is betraying his family, please email us, because that's all I can think about, right? Oh, man. Especially all the stuff with Paul Walker, right? His best bro.
1: I need to watch more Fast and Furious. The only thing that I have been watching... (laughs) For the past two weeks <laughs> Are you ready for this I'm gonna post I'm gonna tweet out A video So you guys will know What I'm talking about Cause uh, chances are You're not gonna know What I'm talking about Brett discovered This Japanese Television <laughs> show
0: <laughs> Okay I'm already in yeah, I'm already in
1: He described it to me He's like Oh you have to watch This show with me It's like Japanese Impractical Jokers Meets Jackass Meets Top Gear meets Saturday Night Live.
0: I like most of those things. Yeah.
1: It's called Gaki no Tsukai. Okay. And it's these five dudes, these five Japanese dudes, and they're comedians. Which comedian meets means something different in Japan. I think it just means, like, if you're known for being funny, you're a comedian. So not, like, not like in the States where like a comedian is someone who stands on stage and tells jokes.
0: And you get, like, paid.
1: Right. They're just, uh, they're, they're known for being really funny, and they do... Mainly, they like prank each other and they do. It's these, a lot
0: like a practical joke. Yeah, right? they
1: do these weird skits, and it's so hard for me to describe, but it is really, really funny. Um, and uh, you can find uh, episodes online that are subtitled. There's like a huge online following for Team Gaki. Where
0: movies. are the episodes at? Where can our listeners find them? You
1: can find them on YouTube. Uh, there's like a whole Reddit. <laughs> Oh, Uh, for Gaki No Tsukai. Brett found some website where you can watch they do these 24 hour challenges. Oh
0: my god. We watched
1: one last night where um, so it's the one one of them so there's the the five guys and at first I was like I'm not going to be able to tell these guys apart. This is like when I first started watching Impractical Jokers I was like I was like, who are these guys? I can't even tell them apart. It's just, like, four dudes. Yeah, just
0: four dudes. Being goofy. Out. Yeah.
1: Um, but now I, like, can tell their different personalities and stuff. Oh, Q
0: would like that scarf. Right? And Joe, Joe would, the second he saw that burger, Captain Fat Belly would come out and eat <laughs> that burger.
1: Well, now I'm doing that with the uh, with the guys from Gakudotsu Guys. Like, uh, oh, man, Matsumoto-san would, like, love this sushi this not to good. eat. This sounds good. It's great. Um, speaking of Power Rangers, there's an episode. Of um, Power Rangers? Well, no, there's an oh. episode of Gaki no Tsukai where w- their challenge is they all have to go into a dressing room and they have all the Power Ranger costumes. Of course, they call them like Go-Go Rangey. Yeah, something whatever. They can't, yeah. yeah, they can't say Power Rangers because that's copyrighted. Um, so they have all the costumes in their dressing room and they have to pick one to put on. And then they have to come out and be like, yellow ranger, red ranger. And the challenge is they all have to have picked different colors. Uh. But they're not allowed to talk to each other. And they have six hours to somehow come up with the combination where they're all wearing a different outfit. And I, the way I'm explaining it, it doesn't sound funny, but it is hysterically. I funny. think it
0: sounds funny. It's
1: really good. So I'm gonna post. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tweet out a, a, a link to one of their videos, and you can come down the dark rabbit hole that is. Gucky I'm really excited about
0: this me. because *Impractical Jokers* kind of sucked me in. Like that yes. idea of like there's something, like, great about these friends, and you really feel that they're real friends, right? That's what sells it, you know? Uh, Of pranking each other. And then also, there's also kind of like, and I don't know if this is in this show as well, but, like, like kind of like the... Okay, there's no other way to say it, but the balls on these guys to do what they're doing in public, right? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times I'm like, I think Joe's about to get beat up, guys. Yeah. I think the guys get security over here, you know? So. Yeah,
1: there's one, um, there's one that I think would be great for the Impractical Jokers to copy. It was one of the 24-hour specials that we watched where the guys, uh, one guy is punishing all of the rest of them. Because they challenged him to a race, and they said that the four of us can beat you in a relay race. So he has to run the whole relay relay race by Uh himself against the four of them. But he ends up beating them, so he's going to punish them. They have to stay in a gym for 24 hours. And any time someone... So it's like an uh, elaborate game of tag. Any time a tagger could come out, and if they catch you, you get punished. So and the punches, the punishments are usually like um, getting slapped in the face or, or kicked in the behind or yeah. something like that. So they're
0: classic Japan. They're, so they
1: can't they can't um, relax because they're in this gym and any moment someone could come out and start chasing them. And it's it was really, really I funny. like the
0: idea of challenges lasting like really long amounts of time. <laughs> like that that makes me laugh a lot. Do you think there's a world in a world where the impractical <laughs> jokers meet? Like across a cross, a amazing. You know, someone said something. It would because be. if this is as big as you say, you know that like um, Q or Sal or something. Yeah. So Q particularly is have, really cool. Yeah,
1: they must have heard about it or something. Murr.
0: who's know. the Murr of the group? Yeah, I know, is there right? a Murr of the? I neighbor? don't know. I don't
1: <sighs> know. And apparently, something else they that do in, in Japan. <laughs> in Japan, is they have a lot of comedy duos. Okay, and so the uh, the main uh, people are these two comedians called Downtown. and they're like elder statesmen comedians in Japan like this would be I think like if like Gilbert Gottfried and Jerry Seinfeld like started a show together or something like that. That's a big apparently deal. Apparently a really big deal over there.
0: Cool. I don't know. Hey, thanks for the hot tip. You're welcome. Not actually I've never heard of this, but I'm looking forward to checking it out with you.
1: Also, I saw them eating sushi on the show and I got like this really big craving for sushi and then I went and got sushi and it was the most Where do you get
0: that sushi there. at? Because I saw you put it on Facebook.
1: <laughs> I got that sushi at Okada. Okada. So yeah, was, it was it good? It was good. Well it was mostly good because I have been craving sushi for
0: weeks. Amanda <laughs> recently was craving sushi for nine months and wasn't allowed <laughs> to eat any while she was pregnant. Um, and How then, is
1: little Frey Frey?
0: Uh, Frey is doing fine. She's doing well. The Oh, so um, tomorrow is a very special day.
1: Okay.
0: What's happening tomorrow, Tess? Is she
1: getting her BTEs? She's
0: getting her, BT, she's getting her hearing aids, her behind-the-ear hearing aids, tomorrow at eight-something. So we're really excited because right now she can hear human voice. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she can hear all human voices. Yeah. Like, Amanda's convinced she can't hear her at all. Okay. Which I don't think is... You don't know, right? Because you're right. looking at the baby and you're making noises. You're like, did she I hear... I mean,
1: honestly... Did she hear that? Any baby, you don't know or is she like, farting? what is going on. Is she
0: farting right now? What's happening? You know? Why is she making that look on <laughs> her face? Is she
1: happy or hungry? I can't is
0: tell. Is she happy-hungry? Hungry? <laughs> Hungry-happy? Is she sad? Yeah. So tomorrow's the day she gets it. So it's going to be really exciting. We got... Um, I should have got some out to show you these little headbands because we don't know if the hearing aids are going to fall out. Oh, Because they're okay. are so tiny. Yeah. So what they do is they make these little headbands that you strap on her head or fit on her head and they keep the hearing aids in place. That's and good. there's also some that are like uh, they're like a headband, but then they have little clasps that like you clasp them on the hearing aids so they don't fall out. We were talking to another family whose son, Charlie, has hearing aids. He's like a year old. And she says they never fall out for him. So I think it might be an issue more like when she grows up like, as a kid, like, running around. Because right now, Freya can't, like, even roll. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? She hasn't mastered movement, per se. So. She's not real mobile yet. She's not super mobile, so we probably won't have issues. But, yeah, that's what we're doing tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow and I'm off Tuesday just to, like, in case there's issues yeah, or anything. Yeah. So that's, like, super exciting. That's awesome. Who knows? I'm going to record her getting them in because people say, like, oh, she'll, yeah. like, react to, like, hearing for the first oh, time. Cool. Like, for real. And if it's really good, I might tweet it out. Nice. Um, if it's, like, uneventful, I probably won't. Like, if we put it <laughs> in and we're all staring at her like... <gasps> And nothing happens. She and we'll, just looks at she's guys, just like, like, whatever. Whatever, Dad. So, but that's what's happening tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. I feel like this is like Christmas Eve, practically. You know? so, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of whatever, I have a great library story for you. Okay. Um. So we had April Fool's recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on April Fool's Day, I had to work. It was a Saturday. And so I'm there at work, and uh, a lady calls up the library, and she says, my son, my 10-year-old son has lost a library book and he's coming in with his dad later to pay for it we're making him pay for it we're gonna teach him responsibility because this is and she said this is the fourth book that he's lost and she was like so if you want to mess with him a little bit because it's april fool's day She's like, uh, feel free, you have my blessing. And I'm like, oh, no, there's a lot of pressure. Like, well, I don't know. Oh, I was
0: thinking in your head you'd be hearing, like, uh, slot machines going off. <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, a whole no, box full no. of goodies. I
1: try to be really nice to people when I work at the library. And so I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. And then I was like, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to i I'm just gonna let, let it happen. You know, let the inspiration I'm hit you. In I,
0: I don't know what's going to happen. This is amazing. I hope um, the kid makes it out alive.
1: <laughs> the kid comes in, and uh, and he says, uh, and I, he's like, oh, I'm here to pay for my how, book. How old is this book. kid? How he's old? like 10. He's like 10 years old, and his dad's with him, and his dad's sort of winking at me like, I know, yeah, my yeah, wife's called. Mess, mess like, with
0: this kid, yeah. yeah. And
1: so the kid's like, ugh. But this kid is like, he's one of those like really cool 10-year-olds where he's like, ugh, here's my card. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Well, but you know um, that uh, we have a new policy at the library, and you have to um, you have to clean the library if you lose a book. And um, (laughs) and he says, "I'm not doing that."
0: Oh, it backfired. What did Dad do? I would have looked at Dad and been like, "Dad, give me some backup." Dad was
1: sort of chuckling, like I guess he knows
0: his. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) His job in this whole scenario is to be like, "Excuse me, young man." You know what I mean? He left. You think they set you up?
1: I don't know. Maybe it was an April Fool's joke on me. Well, because then I was like, oh, "Oh, but if you don't clean the library, then the police come for you, they put you in jail.
0: Tess, is there any chance, not to stop your story, is there any chance that they called you saying, can you mess with my son, but then they told their son, we're going to tell this librarian, <laughs> we're going to tell this librarian to mess with you, and give her the hardest time, so it's like a double reversal. Double cross.
1: I don't think so. I think the kid was just a punk. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he lost four books. He's just so- <laughs> Yeah, I think it was just, like, too cool for my joke, because then I was like, but then they put you in jail. And what do you say? And he's like, I don't see any cops here.
0: Oh! What
1: and did I Dad said, do? And I said, I said, well, they don't come for you now. They come for you when you're
0: 18. I thought you were gonna say they come for you when you're sleeping. I should
1: have. I said they come for you when you're 18. I was like, you don't want to be thrown in jail. Is that what you as, said? As soon as you tell me, you 18. had a
0: chair, like you swung it backwards, and you're sitting <laughs> on the chair. backwards. you got your hat on backwards. I'm like, kid, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. You know what he said? What do you say? Whatever. He's ten years old.
1: He's ten years old. Okay,
0: so Freya, if you're listening to this in the future, and you're ten, please, please don't... I, I mean, no judging! Please don't be as cool and mean as this kid is. What was this kid's think, name? I don't remember. Trent. Uh, <laughs> <That's a good laughs> if, if you're Trent, by the way, we love you. We love all of our listeners. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think of like a cool, mean guy name.
1: Yeah, I thought that this kid would have a much better sense of humor, seeing so though his mom called me to prank him on April Fool's Day. That was not the only April Fool's Day joke that went sour that day, oh, though. What else? The happened? other one was the one that we tried to play on you.
0: Oh, were you in on
1: that? I, on I it.
0: see right away I saw through it because uh so guys, I got a text from our youth services coordinator saying that she found our final performer for our summer reading program, like a professional performer, and she texted me telling me she described oh, What's the way to say this? Okay, Cass?
1: so we went to a showcase of p- potential summer performers. It's a bunch
0: of children performers. Yeah. yeah,
1: and some of them were better than others. No judgment. I'm just saying the facts. And one of them was particularly bad. I'm not going to name any names. I'm just going to say that there was a barn involved in the performance. And then from then on, whenever something happened at the library, we that would was call like. It- we would call it a barn show. Like, if it if it went, like, totally south, like something happened, oh, man, that was a real barn show. So
0: for the April Fool's joke, they basically <laughs> tried to describe this performance saying, like, we got it for our summer reading performance. But I saw through it right away. Okay, guys, real quick. We're sitting in the stage. We're sitting. We're, oh, it's no. us, a bunch of other like librarians and people from the community looking at these auditions. And what they do is they bring in these performers for, what is it, like 10 minutes or so. And then they whip them out. So there's a juggler. Whip them out. And now there's a. they switch them out and it's a comedian. Switch them out and now it's a musical duo. And anyway, they bring this big barn up. And it's this barn-like puppet, I know, Tess, I, I tell you right now, I'm, I'm dying just thinking about it. They bring this big barn-like uh, puppet stage, right? And they have a big puppet uh, horse that they stick the horse's head through the window and they stick the cow's head through the window and there's a window up high for like a rooster and stuff like that. And they sing songs set to music mm-hmm. about barns or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, my name's Annabelle the cow, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, they're like, no, let's sing you a song. And all the puppets open their mouths, but the CD doesn't play. And it's deadly silent. We're all staring. We're staring at the puppets. The puppets are staring at us. It's a st- uh, auditory in front of people. And then uh, the cow, the horse goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna try to make that CD work. And then the cow goes. No, I think I'm just gonna sing the song anyway. And the horse is like. We're <laughs> we're staring. The horse is like. No 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 Annabelle, don't sing yet. She goes. I'm gonna start singing. So the, these puppets are effectively arguing right yeah. in front of us. And she starts singing. They get the music going. The music. There's issues. There's a part where there's a big giraffe that sticks his head out of the top of the barn, and it's singing. And then there's more music issues. And the barn. The giraffe. They clearly took the giraffe's head and like shoved it between two like parts of the barn so that he can run down and scramble with the CD. <laughs>
1: So there's just like a limp giraffe heading. hanging, and there's Aww. there's voice
0: like the CD's playing music for the giraffe. Like his voice is supposed to be, his mouth is supposed to be moving, but it's. I don't want to in-
1: be mean. I feel like this could have probably been a really cool show, but you could tell that they were maybe running this mm-hmm. for the first time.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> This is a show all about positivity, right? Yeah. There's a positive spin. The kids really dug it. The kids I mean, the, kids, really the d- kids, you know, as adults, were like, oh, my God, this is mortifying. Kids didn't know. Yeah,
1: so at the showcase. They just thought the draft
0: was taking a nap. At the
1: showcase, they also brought out children, so you could kind of, they brought, like, local school kids yeah. to also watch, so you could kind of gauge, like, how are how our kids at the library going to react to this? Yeah. And then, yeah, the kids thought it was fine. The they didn't realize how
0: mortifying it was for all of adults. And it was mortifying because we were adults. Picturing that we're in that situation, right? And you know what? These guys are professionals. I'm sure this happened plenty of times. Well, maybe not plenty of times, but before, and it was okay. But um, it was a barn show.
1: Yeah, it was a barn show. Hashtag our,
0: barn show. And
1: then our April Fool's joke turned out to be a barn show yeah. because you did I not saw, fall for it I saw it through it, it in all. a
0: heartbeat because I knew what was going on. Oh, man, so,
1: I thought I thought for sure you'd come back and I was like, do not book that barn show. No, no, no. Like, I
0: knew, because here's the deal. I trust Jill. I didn't know you were in on it. That's the it. thing. And I think I, I
1: gave, I might have given Jill the, the idea. If it was <laughs> anyone
0: else, I would think maybe they somehow, like, forgot <laughs> But I was like, Jill's, like, such a professional. Yeah, like, you know, it was me, Jill. like, texting myself. I'd be like, wait a second. Maybe, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. But since it was Jill, I was like, okay. This She's too
1: competent I'm... to play April Fool's joke. Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> Miss Jill, if you're listening. Slack off at your job more than we think you're freaking us, <laughs> yeah, Stop it? being so perfect. Stop being so great at your job. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you have
1: any good um, library stories?
0: <sighs> library stories? I always have a hard time thinking because I write them down and then I have a hard time remembering in uh-huh. the heat of the moment. Uh, but I, I can tell you that um, our I already mentioned our secret pizza party, mm-hmm. but, I mean, the whole event went really well. We normally, I don't know if you have this issue at Hall, but we have these programs where it's drop-in, so no registration. Yeah, yeah. And then we have so many people... That Which is great. We like having a lot of people at the library because it looks good as far as statistics. And we love bringing people to the library and it's a fun program. But our meeting room is not that big. Oh, yeah. And it becomes kind of like uh nuts right. you know yeah and it gets like our Pete the Cat if you're not into children books
1: <laughs> it's, that, it's pe- that chaos that is just bordering on yeah. falling out of control exactly yeah. you those, know yeah.
0: and but our secret pizza party I don't know if it was because it was later because uh-huh. we realized guys we we normally schedule our children programs for like 10 yeah my lovely wife pointed out pizza places aren't open at 10 in the morning <laughs> dummy
1: I don't know why though I don't know why they should
0: be open. <laughs> 24 hours. We open for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, breakfast pizza. But anyway, she, so we had to have it later. So I don't know if it was because it was like during nap time, we had less kids, oh, okay. or because it was like a, if I had it on a weird day or something. But it was a smaller group. Everyone really dug it, and I didn't have to be the pizza police. I was That's worried about because we had real pizza there. Yeah. I was worried to be like one slice of pizza for everyone. You had two. Don't bait, Don't don't eat any of hers. You know. But it was it was cool. You know. And cool. overall, it was it was a great program. So
1: we had a really good program up at uh, at my library this week too. Um, we went over to the veterans' home yeah. to do story time, and it was awesome. That's like one of my favorite programs. That's like that the we magic at right? the library. Yeah, when we go over there, and um, and and this week I thought just went especially well. The veterans were all smiling, and they had gotten these little wind up toys for the kids, and they That's were great. all playing together. And I would brought over these paint dabbers. Um, They're like bingo dabbers Yeah like they have the paint. Yeah boink, Yeah boink, 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 boink. I realize I'm doing like a visual Of like the paint dabber And you Guys see uh, Tess is pocket. miming
0: <laughs> daubing paint As if on bingo cards Yeah
1: so we were uh, I brought those over and I brought them over for the kids but the vets really dug them and yes. one of the one of the residents said that um she had woke up feeling really anxious that morning and now she felt really relaxed after painting. What were they with doing with the, the paints? They Dollars. were we were we had I had like dot art um oh. little posters that they could color cool. and that's what Is they that, that like the grids? Them. Um, no, no, no. They're like uh, they're like pictures. So there's like a flower or a rainbow, yeah. or uh, I th- I think I had like spring ones, So I think I had like a like a butterfly and stuff. And and but then they have the little circles. Oh, and you just so dot that them. You could okay. just dot them. Yeah. I was um, thinking
0: you're referring because at our Pokemon trainers club, I also put out activities that are like it's almost like um, it looks like a big graph paper, but there's numbers. So if okay. you do all the ones blue, you do all the reds oh. this, and it looks like something. And it's cool oh. too because it, since it squares, it usually looks like pixel art, which yeah, is perfect. Is cool. Cool. I'm like, so yeah. that's what I thought you were talking about but yeah I love it because I'm like what is this going to turn into I was like oh it's an Articuno okay you know yeah,
1: so. yeah these ones aren't nearly as mysterious <laughs>
0: <laughs> how, how often do you guys have your program at the veterans? We,
1: we do. We try to go over there once a month. Cool. Um, and, uh, and
0: you know, you know, they got to be like just counting the days, right?
1: Uh, well, see, I don't know. I always like worry that they're um, they're not going to dig it because sometimes the 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 other thing. Some of the veterans think like, oh, this is kids stuff. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, but but they usually get into it once the kids get over there, and because they, I, I get the feeling that they don't have like that much to do. I know that they work really hard at the veterans home, always having stuff for them to do and everything, but the more stuff they can do the better um, and so uh, I get I get told that they talk about it like for the rest of the week like remember when the kids that's come? cool I
0: mean to me honest kids are cool and I, I kind of yeah. get that because as an adult you'd be like well I don't want to do this kid thing but then the second you see it and you're experiencing yeah. it, it's like whoa this is actually really cool
1: yeah and I try to bring music over when I go over there like I'll bring like kind of Motown music or music from like the 60s or seventies or something I like try to kind of pull them in a little too because uh, like there's I know there's uh, there's one guy who lives over there he's kind of too cool He's too cool for. He's like the the version of Trent uh, for the best He's
0: future Trent. Yeah. Whatever. And did the he, police get him? You think
1: when he <laughs> turned eighteen? Did the police get him? I uh, and so I was like, oh, you want to come over and do story time with the kids? He's like, no, that's kid stuff. And did he then, really
0: literally say kids? Yeah, songs?
1: yeah. And then I was like, "Well, you can come in if you want." And then we started playing music. And then he kind of came. He was like, "Well, you got some good tunes going in here." I was like, "Yeah, how did he say that? Did he literally say <laughs> yeah, that? you got some did. good tunes
0: going on in here? What was <laughs> yeah. the song? Running around the rosy?
1: It was a <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I play like I play like quote real music. Yeah, unquote. like I was. I, think I, I, I was call it like, I call it radio music. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. I was playing like a Beatles song or something cool, like that. Cool. Yeah, so. So, uh, yeah, I, I love going over I've there. I've
0: wanted to go to one of your veterans' rooms for a long time. I just haven't had a chance to. Yeah, right hopefully now.
1: you can make it over. I know Jill was at this one, uh, speaking of perfect Jill.
0: <laughs> hey, Jill. Yeah,
1: she was there. you doing a great job, girl. She had this really I, – I don't know if she, like – knew that I watched her do this but she was uh, one of the veterans so the thing is with the paint dabbers you have to screw off the caps and you could tell that um this particular resident was having difficulty screwing off the cap cuz you, know, you actually you kind of had to like put your yeah. put some elbow grease into it and um so she was just daubing the paper with a with a with a dabber but the cap wasn't screwed oh. off so uh Jill came over and she screwed off the cap for her and so That's then she awesome. was daubing with pink and then periodically um, Jill would come over and she would put a different color in her hand. Oh, that's and then awesome. And she just got yellow. And then Jill would kind of do a little circle and come back and put like green in her hand. She would do green until she had this like very colorful. I don't know if Jill saw that I would, that she would, yeah. she knew that I was watching her do that, Jill. but I thought that was really cool. Oh that my she was, God. Doing... this
0: became the Jill cast, right? <laughs> so what's Let's your favorite? talk
1: about how much we love Jill. What's
0: your favorite thing about Jill? <laughs> you know? Have you seen storks? No, no. Have I told you the main character? And that makes me think Reminds of, you of Jill. Yeah, yeah. Not the stork, but the female, the human. The makes female it Jill. lead. Yeah, the female lead. If you guys don't know uh, what our youth services coordinator looks like, if you've seen the movie Storks, the female lead looks surprisingly <laughs> like Miss Jill. Um, she's a good, cool character in that uh, movie too. So,
1: should we um, wrap it up with some uh, some. Pop- some positivity we sort of should thing?
0: but yeah. I want to talk about a video game real quick okay. <laughs> I know I no I sh- tell me about your video you, game real talk you're really good at like when I say something you go <laughs> speaking of fighting have you heard of this or when I say something you go speaking of weird things I should have this is when I should have done it when you mentioned what's the name of the show you mentioned uh,
1: Gaki no Tsukai
0: when you mentioned that show I should have been like well speaking of weird things have you played this game so pretend I did that guys okay called everything Do you? <laughs> do you and Brett play a lot of video games no at all?
1: No, Brett plays uh, video games occasionally. He's got an Xbox, but I'm not really a video game person.
0: Have you heard of this game called Everything? No. Have I talked to you about it?
1: No. Okay,
0: so let me tell you about this game. Ready? I think when we're done this, actually, I'm going to play some of it with you. Okay. Wait, <laughs> oh, no, said- I,
1: don't, I don't really like video games.
0: Let me tell you about everything. You okay. ready? Okay, so everything, the idea of everything is, and guys, it's you can. No uh,
1: judgment, by the way, if people like video oh, games. Oh, no. Really-
0: <laughs> you, guys, you should have seen her face when she said that. Video games. No, no judging, of course, <laughs> no, by the way. No, no. This is a zone of no judging. Um, in everything, you can become everything. Okay, so f- wait a second. G- give me a second, okay? Okay. So in my playthrough, you start and you're in like the savannah and you're a rhino, right? Okay. And um, it's kind of weird because instead of, like, walking, you kind of roll around. Like, picture, like, if you had a big, like, block, like a wooden block. Okay. And you're rolling the block. like That's how everything moves in the game. Mm-hmm. But when you bump into something else, like a tree, you can turn into the tree. Okay. And start moving around. Right? Uh, trees don't move. Well, in this world they oh, okay. do. They do. they kinda like shrivel and then pop up and then shrivel and pop up and am, shrivel and pop up. I am
1: already having issues with this game. G- Go give, me ahead. A, give me a Go second. Ahead. Give Go me a ahead. second.
0: But then you can turn into other things. Like you can turn into a rock. Okay. You can turn into a clump of dirt. And you can turn into an ant. And you can turn into what's smaller than an ant? An amoeba?
1: I don't know. What what's the point of this can, game? Wait a second.
0: Okay. And then from amoeba you can turn into stuff that's even smaller than amoeba. You can turn into a piece of bacteria. And then you can turn into uh, something smaller than that and then you can turn into like an atom and you turn into an electron and you on. but then you can go the other way right you turn into a big rock you turn it into a mountain you turn into a whole continent so you're like a big continent like floating around on the ocean and you turn into a planet and you can turn into a sun you turn into a galaxy and something like that so what's the point? It's one of those weird things, like... It
1: doesn't have a
0: point. Well, uh, it kind of has a point. So as you're playing the game... Is
1: this like your No Man's Sky, where it's, you're just it's, continually it's exploring?
0: kind of like No Man's Sky. The thing is, so as you're playing the game, you can talk to things. Like, you'll talk to a rock, and the rock will be like... Uh, a lot of people like summer, but I'm not a summer guy. <laughs> or, or, or you'll be, like, in outer space, and you'll bump into, like, uh, like a piece of space junk. Like, an, a broken satellite. And satellite will be like, you know... Sometimes I don't like myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's weird. But there's, you <laughs> listen. You also come across these audio recordings by a philosopher called Alan Watts. Oh, I love who,
1: Alan Watts.
0: I should have led with that, right? Yeah. Well, are you familiar with Alan Watts kind of stuff?
1: Yes. Well,
0: then Tess. Okay. Do I have a game for you? Because you know, Alan Watts, he's very much into like, we're all secretly connected yes. to one another, yeah, right? He is. That if you could see the way every human is connected, and enough, that's another reason I'm bringing up everything because I think that it kind of fits with the theme of this podcast a little bit. Okay. If Alan Watts says, because so you can come across like some of his recordings of his lectures,
1: yes,
0: to drive home the point of everything. In case you're like mistesting, you're playing and going, "What is the point of this?" <laughs> and he's he said in one of the lectures that if you can see the way how everyone's connected, how everyone's independent it would basically look like umbilical cords connected to each other. Like if you could see that, like if you see me connected to you with the two, clearly we're dependent on each other. But since that doesn't exist, that's why we forget how connected everyone is. And that like we are products of like millions and millions of things connecting constantly, as important as The Biggest Sun. But so the point, the the game's weird because a lot of people go into the realm of is this a game, right? Like games usually have like a goal or something. The goal is, I guess, to become as many things as you want. Or as many things as you can. But I guess the overall goal of the game is to kind of drive home this point of, like, everything is... Like, if you're an ant, this is your world. Because the the world scales itself. Yeah. So this, if you're an ant, this is the world. And, like, that mountain over there is so big, you don't even know what it is. But when you get bigger, you realize that mountain is just, like... Uh, like a clump of dirt, like no bigger than your foot. You know what yeah. I mean? And you get bigger. And I don't know. It's one of those weird games. It's not for everyone, but it's really cool. And it gets really weird fast because <laughs> it's kind of like one of those, like, just have fun kind of games. So you can, like, uh, dance in this game. So I turned into a pair of dice. And then I dance. So there's two dice. Because a lot of Alan, White, he's talking about, like, how life is dance, right? I've used to, I just know a lot of him because he keeps talking to me for, like, hours in this game. So, like, it's just things dancing. Like, my dog dancing out enjoying the wilderness or two people dancing when they're making love to make babies or two people dancing when they're having conversations just things interplaying with each other so in this game you can dance but anytime you dance you make a little version of whatever the two things were that were dancing so i made like a family of dice <laughs> we rolled along this road together. It's like really cool. And oh another thing he says things are singing. Things are songs. Conversation songs. So you can sing to different creatures too. And sometimes it's real simple, but sometimes you'll sing to a tree and the tree will be like, Mr And you'll be like, Oh, he oh, didn't like that song. Oh. And then you, you'll you'll <laughs> sing to, you'll you'll sing to like a cheetah and the cheetah will be like brr and you'll be like, Oh, uh, oh, thank you, Mr. Cheetah. And anyway, I just thought I'd toss up that it's like fifteen bucks. Uh, I think it's um, not a physical game, so you can get it through the PlayStation 4 store or I think Steam if you're on PC and I think whatever Xbox the Xbox Store, Xbox mm-hmm, Live. Yeah. 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 Oh, because you guys have the yeah, Xbox we have one. To, yeah. yeah. And it, fifteen bucks. Um, I really dug it. Oh, the best thing about this game, are you ready yes, for this test? I'm ready. If you leave the controller alone, it will auto play itself. Oh. So you're and a lot of times, this is a perfect game for me guys, because if it's three in the morning, I'm feeding Freya. I've got one arm holding her, the other arm holding a bottle. I can't do anything, right? right?
1: But you, it'll just play itself. It, so you'll
0: see... This is what will happen. I'll see, like, this dog, like, rolling along, like, a desert. And then the dog will turn into, like, five dogs. <laughs> and then it ro- and then all the dogs will turn into, like, bottles of orange juice. <laughs> And then the bottles of orange juice, like, they'll scatter, and, like, we'll just follow one orange juice, but the orange juice will grow. Because later in the game, you can, like, not only turn into things, like, on that scale, but then make things that shouldn't belong at that scale at that scale. So, like, you can go down to, like, our level, like, human level, and then pop in a planet. So then you're, like, a planet, just kind of, like, floating around, <laughs> like, whatever. So it's fun just watching it autoplay itself, because it's, like, really, like, what's it going to do now? Wow. You know? And watching it, like, talk to things, and, like, so, anyway, the game's got everything, and. It's Amanda will watch me play. And be like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But like, as far as like nichey, kind of weird. Some people call it artsy fartsy. Um, I really dug it. Everything the game. So. I think
1: you you just did our positive affirmation. Did I? Yeah. Because guys, oh,
0: let me just keep rolling into it. Because guys, don't forget that at the end of the day, like we're all connected and we're all part of the same team, right? Same team. They should they should have called the game same team ball. No, anyway. <laughs> um, the the I don't remember. I should have remembered the artist. The guy who created the game is an artist who does a lot of like. Um, not pieces, but, like, what's the word for, like, expedition kind of things. And he created a game before this called Mountain. Okay. Where you pl- you played as a mountain. And you were a mountain <laughs> while people, like, w- built things on you. And and it, the whole point of the game was to kind of give you the perspective of this mountain and, like, people coming and going and trees coming. But, like, you know, like, it's, yeah. it, you know, lifetimes to us are, like, seconds to this mountain, right? And so he went on and kicked that up another level for everything where you can become a mountain And a continent. And it's kind of cool too because it will scale time. So if you're a continent, the sun is like, because, like, to a continent, like, what's a day, right? right? It's like, I'm telling you, it's
1: kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing.
0: Like it, it's one of those. If you're playing the game, you're like, "What's the point?" I don't know either. But it's kind of like really amazing. Like when you're playing it, like three in the morning, feeding your daughter, and you're like, "My God, we're all con- <laughs> we're all connected." I'm staring at Freya. Freya, we're all connected, and it's and Alan Watts. If you've ever listened to any of his lectures, like he's a very compelling speaker. Like yeah, it's he very, is. it is very cool. And when he's not speaking, there's very like serene cello music playing that makes you feel like the universe is like. Like, it's weird. I had a friend. Um, I don't think you've met my friend, Josh. Um, He's, uh, how would I describe him? He's kind of like Brett and like, how he's very particular about things that he likes. He's a barbarian. He's kind of like a barbarian. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's he's a barbarian. <laughs> and I talked to him about everything, and he said, I played everything. He goes, the game depresses me because it feels like no matter what I do, I don't have any effect on the world. Because, oh. like, you can become these things, but you're not really doing or right. building you know what i mean and i said well that's one way to look at it you know but alan watts would say because now all of a sudden I'm an alan watts experts, because i've listened yeah. to all these legends, yeah. is that we simultaneously have no control but we're also as important as anything else in the world you know what i mean it's like really i, I did i convince you tess i think you did it, it's kind of amazing
1: and and uh i think what, i just learned an important life lesson because when you started talking to me about this game yeah. i thought like Eric is on drugs. Yeah. What's going on? But now I'm. I think it sounds kind of amazing. It's
0: kind of amazing, and I won't <laughs> say it's like the most because I play things for fun. I won't say it's like a strictly fun game, but it's like a. It is certainly an experience because you can go to these different, different places, like desert continent, whatever. Once I went to a because there's not people in the game, but there's animals and things and okay. everything. But you can go to a place where there's clearly a city, and you can become a bike, and and you can become a bank. You can become a. a Hospital and you're like you're rolling around as a hospital, like talking to like a bank. It's like really, it's something, is what I gotta say. It's an experience. So, um, it basically, is this our positive affirmation? Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, guys, that we're all on the same team, and you know, and. And, uh, Everything
1: I'm, is connected. Also, don't judge your friends when they sound like they're on drugs because they can, <laughs> they might have, like, a point. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I think, well, also, that's a small lesson, too, that I'm always struggling with. It's very easy to, when someone says something, to not immediately think you know what they're going to say yeah. or what they're, right, you know? Yeah. I it's always, hard.
1: I try to pride myself on being real judgmental, and open-minded. But every once in a while, someone will say something. Yeah. And I kind of immediately want to jump to that, well, but you're wrong about that. Yeah, um, and I realize that's me passing judgment exactly. on them, and that I really need to give them, even if it's something that is just really like like deep seated for me. Like, like if someone says something racist, I yeah. want to immediately be like, wait, you shouldn't say that." Yeah, but or then something
0: I, against the LGBT community, right? Right. right. Yeah. But then
1: I have to think like, what is this person's worldview like? in what context is is the statement being made? Yeah. Maybe they don't know that they shouldn't say that. Like let me not immediately jump to oh, like, resistance. Yeah. Like let me or you're a
0: bad person, or right? Something. Let yeah. me try
1: to be open-minded and find out what's really going on. Yeah, so it, it's, I apologize that I wasn't open-minded. Oh,
0: about Oh, well, no, guys! I should say too, guys. <laughs> even though we're the pod, we're the like the host of this cast, and we're saying same team, y'all, positivity, and all that. By no means are we perfect. You know what? You know? Same
1: team y'all is a journey that yeah. we are all on. I mean, We're-
0: that's 100% true because it's one of those things that I often think, same thing like we in the library, just recently, we had a whiteboard, uh, we have a whiteboard out where people can voice opinions about certain things. And we had a librarian, I don't know if I told you about this, Tess.
1: I think you did. That
0: wrote, like, basically, what issues are you um, passionate about? And she wrote a few issues on there. Like, uh, she wrote, um, I don't know. Uh, minimum wage you know what i mean right. stuff like that she wrote okay. lgbt she wrote um other things you yeah. know and someone was very upset that we put lgbt on the board which it, it was there with other issues that you know
1: people might be yeah passionate and about. I, and I, you could write what you're passionate exactly about, it could but, be like immigration yeah or... but he
0: didn't like that it was there at all mm-hmm. um and i immediately got defensive in my head because i like to think i handled professionally because he's a patron of ours but in my head like how dare you know you don't think this is a legitimate right or whatever but then it dawned on me that if all you do is everyone you talk to says the things that you're believing right now of course you're going to think that that's what it is you know like and I often try to remind myself that I, I like this one patron I was like I don't understand why you'd be so offended by this or why you think this is such a dangerous thing for example people in the LGBT community getting equal rights but then I realized he probably looks at me and is just as baffled as i am by him yeah. you know yeah it, it could be tough and by no means are we experts at it no same team y'all's the journey guys yes so so thank
1: you for taking this journey with yeah us.
0: thank you for taking this journey thank um, you
1: for being on the same team as us yeah
0: and like remember no matter how bad things get there's a lot of really good things there's enough good things that we routinely go over time when we're talking about <laughs> it so um guys if you want to email us at same team y'all at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you are currently loving or your opinions on what we are loving. And what's our Twitter handle, Miss Tess?
1: At same female. Okay, cool.
0: We'll talk to you guys later, okay? Bye.
1: Peace.